Hey guys, this is Kerpasudic from Colton's season of The Bachelor, and I'm about to get cozy with Aaron. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Aaron Hill. Today I am so excited. We have a blast from the past, basically from Colton's season of The Bachelor. And she is one of those who got pretty far along, and I was pretty upset when she got cut. I've got to, I got to admit that. She is beautiful and smart and funny, and I'm so happy to have her here virtually with us today. And here she is, Miss Kerpa Sudik. Welcome to the show. Yay! Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah, of course. So, Kerpa, I wanted to have you on because... Actually, I want to ask you, how do you feel your edit was on the show? Were you happy with kind of how they portrayed you, or do you feel like they got you wrong? I think towards the end, it was a little dramatic. That's not how I am in real life. I avoid confrontation at all costs, <laughs> so that's not how it would have gone down if it wasn't on TV, but... Um, besides that, I think the little um, segments that I was in, I think they got me pretty accurately. I'm kind of quirky. I like to observe. So I really didn't have a ton of input. So I think, yeah, pretty much me. Okay. Well, we're going to dive into who you were growing up, a little bit about your childhood, kind of what your interests were um, when you were growing up. So can you take us back to the beginning? Did you have a great childhood? Were you close to your siblings? Do you have siblings? Yes. So I grew up in Whittier and I have two younger brothers. Um, I had a really good childhood, very close with my family. Um, we would always go on like family vacations during the summers. Um, yeah, it was a good, good childhood, good time growing up. What were you excited about when you were younger? Did you do a lot of dance? Were you more artsy? What was your kind of hobbies and passions when you were little? No, I wish I was artistic and could <laughs> dance. No, I'm not coordinated at all. I was like jumping around from sport to sport trying to find something I was good at, but nothing oh. really stuck. I did tennis for a few years and then broke my arm um, senior year of high school, and I was like, all right, sports are not for me. Oh, my gosh. Senior year of high school, that must have been rough. That's like such a oh, pivotal yeah. year in your life. I know, and I was the girl in the cast, so I was like, uh, cool. <laughs> did you wear a cast to prom? I actually never went to prom, ever. Wow. What? That's hard to yes. believe, girl. <laughs> nope. Never. Never got to go to prom. Oh, my gosh. And were you kind of boy crazy in high school or, you know, middle school? Like, when did you start noticing boys? Oh, definitely middle school. Oh. Yeah. I think I was – my first kiss was actually – I don't know if this doesn't really count, but it was kindergarten, and I cornered some poor kid and just kissed him. He, just, he didn't want it, but I clearly did. Oh, my God. I love it. And then when was your first kiss after that, your real first kiss? Oh, I think like oh, high school. Was it like okay. freshman year of high school? Yeah, late, really late bloomer over here. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Did you know kind of what you wanted to do when you were in high school? Did you know what college you wanted to attend, what you wanted to major in? No, I had no idea. I think th I definitely had a lot of family pressure to go into something like in the medical field mm -hmm. um, just because my mom is a psychologist and my dad um, is a dentist. And so my grandparents, too, were like, you should go be a doctor. So when I did apply for um, college, that's what I put down as my major, bio. But then I got to college, and I was like, I don't want to do this. So that's when I started to kind of like veer off from that path and figure out what I really wanted to do. 
Okay. And then where did you go to college? I went to UC Irvine. Oh, awesome. That's a great yeah. school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so not too far from home either. So I wanted to be kind of close to my family. I like being around them a lot. So, <laughs> In college, did you were you in like a sorority or did you do any kind of extracurriculars? Um, I kind of just studied a lot since I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I had, yeah, I was in some clubs that did charity work, but I never got into like the sorority scene. But I don't know if UCI is really like known for that. It's not a huge party school. Everyone's kind of studying a lot. Oh, I would have no idea. I went to the biggest party school in the country. Oh, you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I think UCI is the total opposite. Oh my gosh. I went to the University of Florida and when I was there two years, we won the national championship. And let's just say... I don't think anybody attended class for like a solid month (laughs) both times. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was just a constant party. I was in a sorority too. So it was just like, okay, I guess I'm getting my degree. I mean, maybe like (laughs) by by mimosa, like by mimosa. Okay, I'm drinking mimosas. That is not what I mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) So yeah, but uh, it was a lot of fun for sure. But I did graduate, just so you guys know, I did graduate. Good, good. <laughs> um, and you did too. And then so what degree did you graduate with? Um, I ended up getting a degree in sociology. Oh my God, I was same, like, same. Yeah, I was like, what can I do besides bio that'll get me in and out of college and then I can figure out what I really want to do. So that's what I did. Graduated and then had like a year that I took to kind of shadow different professions and then I wound up in dental hygiene. Oh my gosh. You know, I feel like sociology is the best degree because the classes are so interesting, especially if you love like the study of people. That's basically what it is, right? Yeah. And And I love, I thought it was so interesting. Those are the classes I didn't fall asleep in. I was like, okay, I love it. Same. I fell in love with sociology when I took it in high school and I just thought if I can major in this, I am set. I actually, yes. I wanted to be a lawyer um, for the longest time. And then my dad was like, you're just too sweet. You're too nice. I don't see you like tearing anybody apart, you know, on the stand. Right. <laughs> that is so awesome. So you went to dental hygiene school and my uh, sister-in-law is also a dental hygienist. And she said it was the hardest thing she has ever done. Do you agree? It's definitely hard. I think the classes weren't that hard, but actually learning how to like clean the teeth properly and like give injections and all that stuff, that was tough. I cannot imagine. So how did you go from dental hygienist to being on The Bachelor? How did that all happen? (laughs) Well, I had been dating someone and then I got dumped and my friends encouraged me to apply because they were like, you know what, you're not meeting anyone off these dating apps, and the last one clearly didn't work out, so as a joke, they're like, you should just apply for The Bachelor, and I was literally, like, on their couch in tears, like, yeah, that's a great idea, for sure, (laughs) and then applied, totally forgot about it, and then got an email back that they wanted to interview me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was wild. And was the whole process, I've just heard the whole process is just so grueling and there's so many interviews and it's just like a nonstop journey and process. Is that how it was? Yes. A lot of interviews with a lot of different people. I mean, you're just talking about yourself and if they like you, then they like you. If they don't, then that's okay. Right. Um, but it was, no, it wasn't too hard. It's just, yeah, a lot of hours of like talking to people. So you get on, and are you just ecstatic? And you don't know who The Bachelor is, right? Right. I had no idea. Up until, like, right before. Had you watched the season right before? 
No. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was getting into. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't watched The Bachelor since like high school or early college and I kind of fell off. And then I was like, yeah, what am I getting into? Now, who who was the lead back then? When I was watching? Yeah. Oh, Emily Maynard? Okay, How yeah. Many years she ago was, was that? Favorites. Like yeah, I really loved her, and then I kind of, like, fell off after that. Okay. See, I'm an OG. I remember watching season one. I mean, I'm much older than you, but I was watching season one on my shorty couch, and, you know, that was just, like, the beginning of all of it, and I never stopped watching. I might have missed two seasons, but I am seriously, like, I'm hardcore Bachelor. Who's been your favorite? Emily was definitely one of my favorites. I really enjoyed Hannah, Hannah's season, but... Yeah. And now that everything's been coming out about her season and kind of like how she's been post-season, I'm really not a Hannah fan anymore. I, I hate to say that, but I just, I don't know. I've talked to so many people and just the things I'm hearing, I'm just, I'm not loving. I'm just not mm. loving. And looking back on like what happened with Peter's season, I feel like it was pretty selfish for her to come on and do that. Like I, I feel like that put him in a really tough spot and he really didn't have his full heart because of her return. Right. Definitely messed with his head. Yeah. And that's kind of heartbreaking, but okay. So you, how are you packing for this? Like how I've heard that you can only take two suitcases. I mean, I know you're a little fashionista with such amazing taste in style. Thank you. How did you pack for this? Um, I brought, literally everything because they tell you <laughs> to pack for every kind of weather and I'm like that doesn't help me at all right and I actually got all my like gowns or cocktail dresses from rent the runway because I was like I don't know if I'm gonna get kicked off the first night so I don't want to go and buy a ton of dresses so that's what I did it worked out so that is so smart I love that company I used it for my rehearsal dinner and for some other thing. And I mean, every time, like, they just nailed it. I, I loved my dress, and it was such an easy process. So shout out to them. Are they still out, up and running right now? I don't know if they're running right now. I mean, they sh- uh, would people really be using them? I've been in oh, sweats this whole quarantine. You're right. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I haven't really changed out of uh, out of PJs. That's yeah. a really good point, Kerpa. So you're all packed up. You're ready to roll. And that first night. Take me to that first night. What are you feeling? I mean, everything. We want to hear it from you. Yeah, I was terrified that first night. (laughs) Completely just like (laughs) sweating. I was like, oh gosh, I just have to make it through. And yeah, I just so nervous to get out of the um, the limo and meet everyone. So it's yeah, really nerve wracking. And then you get there and you kind of black out. And just the night passes by so quickly. And you're like, did that really happen? Oh. Do you remember who's in your limo? Um, Let me see. I had Cassie for sure. Oh, my gosh. Was it Tasha? Oh, no. Who else? See, I'm, like, already forgetting everyone. A lot of the girls from the top ten. I can't remember who else. But and, And we're not allowed to, like, really talk to each other. So we're just all sitting there staring. What? Why can't you talk to each other? That seems weird. <laughs> just, I think so we have things to talk about on camera once we get in the, oh, the mansion. So okay. we don't like exhaust the conversation right away. Because we're all so nervous and we'd probably just like talk to each other way too much. So the minute you're getting in the limo, are they just 
giving you alcohol right away to just kind of like chill you out, like just to kind of take the edge off all the anxiety. Oh yeah, we all asked oh, for love it. That. I love that. <laughs> like, please. What were you champagne. drinking? Oh, champagne. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. So when you did, you already have your entrance all planned out, or did it just kind of like whatever came to you when you saw him? No, yeah, I thought about it. I didn't want to go in empty-handed because yeah. I would probably just stand there and like freeze up. <laughs> Yes. Remind us what your entrance was, just for people who didn't see Colton's season. Well, all they showed was me saying hello, so that is what my entrance oh, was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me saying my name. Okay, okay. Nothing exciting, but there were some really good ones. Oh, there were. Yeah, definitely some memorable ones. So you came off as very confident, very self-assured. Were you feeling that inside? No. Wow. <laughs> Not at all. Well, you didn't project it. <laughs> Well, that's good. No, I was so nervous. And then seeing all the other girls, I was like, they're so beautiful. I'm definitely going home tonight. Oh, no. But no, I somehow made it uh, to close to the end. So that yes, was shocking. Yes, did. I know. Yeah. No, it was not shocking. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. So when you first saw Colton, what were your first impressions? Oh, that he was so handsome and so tall. Handsome. I was like, Wow. So that that was really running through my mind. And then I was like, I can't wait to talk to him Aww. and just kind of get that over with. So see if we have like some sort of spark or connection. Yeah, for sure. In the house, when you're that first night, did you connect with any of the girls um, specifically immediately? Yeah, I definitely did. I was um, hanging out a lot with like Elise or Sydney, Tasha, Nicole. Um, I kind of mingled with everyone just to get a feel. I mean, we're all talking about how nervous we are. Stay awake. Yes. Right, right. So it's true, right? You start around, what, 7 o'clock in the evening, and then it goes to about 7 a.m., would you say? Like 12 hours? Yeah, I think maybe even a little longer. I think we finished oh around God. 8 or 9. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. <laughs> Did you have any caffeine? <laughs> Um, I think, yes, if you wanted it, you could get coffee, but I think I was just so like adrenaline amped up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That I didn't even need it. That first conversation that you had with Colton after you said hello, like inside the house, how did that go? I think it went well from what I remember, <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's like that I like black out for a lot of it because I'm so nervous. I'm just like, okay, just don't like get tongue tied. Just say what you got to say. Uh. And so I think it went pretty well. Did you feel he was just so charming and just like, did he make you feel comfortable right away? Yes. So that was nice. I didn't like feel totally nervous during the whole thing, just at the beginning. And then I was like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. So as you're going through, is it weird seeing, because obviously you're developing feelings. Did you develop feelings faster than you expected? I'm pretty slow moving okay. in like relationships or getting to know people. This process definitely sped it up, but mm -hmm. um, right away it wasn't there. Like, there was, like, okay, basic connection, but, like, really, like, to grow that, it took a while. Okay. So how many weeks in would you say that you were, like, okay, I could see myself with this guy? I think when I had my one-on-one -on -one okay. was when things, like, shifted. Because before that, it was, like, kind of like speed dating. I didn't have a ton of time with him. Or it was just, like, group dates, which is totally different. Right. Than a one-on-one. -on -one. So it's hard to get a good gauge. Um, so once I had that one-on-one -on -one time with him, that's when things kind of changed. 
on a group date setting, is it true that you're just kind of fighting for your time, kind of like you did on night one? Like it's it's kind of competitive feeling, like the feeling is very competitive? Yes, definitely. Because you're not sure if you are even going to get time with him. Right. And does the production kind of have a hand in that? Like if you, I mean, are you able to just walk up to him at any point or you have to kind of schedule that with them? Like I think... As viewers, you know, we feel like you guys can just go up to him whenever you want. But is that really true? No, not entirely. Okay. Like if, if the – I'm sure if the production sees that someone's having a very serious conversation with him about something important that happened in their life, they wouldn't just let anyone walk into that. Okay. Or ruin that moment. Okay. Some other times, yeah, for sure you can go up. But other times you have to wait. Now, did you ever request um, – I don't even know how to call this, but – you know, like after a group date where someone will go and see him, kind of like surprise him. Did you ever request any of that kind of time? No, I always felt like my time with him like was used to the fullest. Okay. Um, I never felt like I didn't get to say everything that was on my mind. So I didn't need that extra time to go back. Oh, that's good. So you were at a rose ceremony, you didn't receive a rose, or you were on a date situation? The one where I got sent home? Yeah, yeah. That was on, it started off as like a group date, and then somehow turned into like a two-on-one. Oh, it was yes. Cassie and I. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's in uh, Denver. And is that when Kaylin came in? Someone yes. came in, right? Okay, so. Yes, she walked up the stairs, and Cassie and I just looked at each other like, what is going on? <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of crazy. That was a lot of drama that nobody was really expecting. Did you? Oh, yeah. Did you feel like it was drama-filled kind of the entire time, especially with the Hannah-Kaylin situation? I think so. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't involved in that part of it. Um, but it was definitely, yeah, just a weird, tense environment. Did you connect with Hannah on the show? I wasn't that close with her. Okay. I mean, we did have one, like, talk off camera um, in Thailand just to, like, get to know each other a little bit better. And she's super sweet. But it, other than that, I wasn't very close with her. Okay. Just curious. So when you didn't get the rose that night, how did you feel? Did you feel like that was probably the best for both of you? Like, was it kind of mutually agreed or were you kind of shell-shocked by it? No, I think it was best. Mm-hmm. Because if he had stronger feelings for Cassie or any of the other uh, girls, I wouldn't want him to keep me around. Like, I think it was, yeah, definitely a good choice. Okay. And kind of knowing what you know now and the whole jump the fence thing and all of that, I mean, watching that back must have been just crazy, right, for you? Because you didn't know any of that was going to happen. No, no idea. Yeah. So you're watching it like we're watching it. What were your, what was your reaction to that? I mean, I, I kind of had a feeling that he had the strongest feelings for Cassie, but mm -hmm. I didn't think it would get to that point where he had to jump a fence and kind of throw a wrench and everything. But right. um, <laughs> no, that was crazy. So have you read his book that just came out recently? I have not. Oh, have you? Oh my gosh. Yes. It is so Oh God. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is so good. I, he didn't say anything bad about you at all. Like he was just, there was nothing bad. Oh, um, well, that's good. Yeah. What was kind of crazy though, and I don't know if you knew this before, but he and Tia had actually met in person before his season began. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. 
they, I, I can't remember if he slid into her DMs or vice versa, um, but oh yeah, the book is great. They started chatting before his season and then they actually had a whole weekend together. Oh. Yeah. So that was kind of crazy. You've got to read that book. There's a lot in there. And it, of course it talks about like how he felt about Cassie so early on and all right. that. But it, it's definitely an interesting read, especially because you were in the middle of all of that. So <laughs> I would definitely highly recommend you reading it. It's a, it's okay, a good yeah. read. And listeners, if you haven't read it, definitely go pick that up. And get the audio version because you can hear his sexy voice talking to you. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> I'm going to throw that in there. <laughs> So would you have changed anything that you did on the show or how you were in any way? Did you, were you happy with kind of how it all went? I think if I could change anything, I probably would have just said more. Mm. (laughs) A lot of the times I would just like sit back and like watch the other girls talk or not really give any input because I was nervous. But um, yeah, I think that's the only thing. I would just say a little bit more, contribute more to some of the conversations. Yeah. I think that's probably pretty normal. You know, I, yeah. I think like that's pretty much anytime I ask a guest, it's pretty much that that same, that same thing, because, you know, I feel like we all kind of just don't want to take all the risks at, in the moment, but then looking back, we're all like, Oh, we should have been this or we should have done this and been a little more bold or whatever. But um, obviously what was meant to happen happened. So yeah, it's all good. But um, so I know you're, well, I would assume you're off contract right now, right? Yes. So is there anything you can share with us that happened on the show that wasn't shown, a funny story, anything that you can kind of, you know, any tea you can spill? Uh, We always love to hear what happened behind the scenes. Yes. um, There is a, a scary or funny story in Denver. We stayed at, like, this haunted, um, oh like, bed gosh. and breakfast type thing. Yes. I think it's the Patterson Hotel or something. And I was rooming with Taisha, And in the middle of the night, she wakes me up. And she's like, do you hear that? And I was like, no. Oh, God. And she's like, I've been hearing, like, something scraping, like, fingernails scraping <gasps> against, like, fabric or something. And I, I, like, sit to listen. And I don't hear anything. So I sit up. And out of the corner of my eye... I see, it looks like a person standing behind our curtain. What? And I was like, oh, God. And I turned to Tasha and I was like, do you see that? And she's like, what? And I was like, look, like, look at the curtain. And she sees it. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to turn on the light. Oh, my God. And so we turn on the light and it's still there. <gasps> and I'm terrified. And Tasha's like fearless. She's like going to get out of bed. <laughs> And so she, like, rips the covers off and gets a pillow, and she starts to throw the pillow at the, like, thing, and it completely disappears. It just, like, falls against the window. Shut up. That's horrific. And then we ran out of the room and hid in the bathroom. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was the scariest thing. So you felt that was actually really happening, like that was real. That, yeah, it was real. And then we oh went God. back in the room and, like, checked the air vent, and it wasn't on. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that was. That was the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced. Oh, my God. I yeah. am petrified, terrified of any horror movies, any scary movies. I'm going to have a nightmare about that tonight, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably just pass out. Honestly, I'd be like, it's okay. I'm just, I'm in the die right now. So I don't have to deal with any of this. 
I mean, that's essentially what we did after. We're like, we can't really do anything about this, so let's just go back to bed. Right? Oh, my God. So looking back at that season, who would you have wanted to be the Bachelorette? Did you have your, like, favorite? I mean, besides yourself, obviously, I'm sure you would have. Oh, no. I don't think I could have carried a season. (laughs) Really? Oh, I think you could have, definitely. But besides yourself, who would you have? I think Taysha would have been a great pick. I think so, too. 100%. And I hope that she could, you know, in the future. I mean, she's still single. Yeah, definitely. She's yeah. just a stunner. Oh, my gosh. And so sweet. I know. Okay. So you're off the show. What is your life? How does it change once you come off the show? Right after, um, it's just weird because once the show aired, a lot of people would, like, stop me in places and ask, like, are you that girl from The Bachelor? <laughs> Um, that's died down now, but at first it was, yeah, constantly getting stopped. So that was kind of weird, but, (laughs) but like, oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) And then your social media, did it affect your social media? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely gained a lot of following from that, but now it's, yeah, it's kind of gone back to normal. Everything's kind of, kind of the same as before. Did any new opportunities kind of fall in your lap after you left the show? Um, yeah, through social media, like doing um, ads on Instagram, things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's been like a nice way to make like a little bit extra money outside of dental hygiene. But besides that, nothing crazy. Yeah, and I have to say, I was talking about this with Eddie from Rosebuds, another Bachelor podcast. And I agree with him. He was saying that, you know, people give you guys such shit about doing ads and things like that after the show, but you put your life on hold. And I don't even know, like, did you have to pay rent while you were gone? Like, did you, you know what I mean? Like all these unexpected expenses, you had to leave your job, you had to. Right. And it's kind of ridiculous that people criticize that because you're just trying to kind of recoup what you lost from taking this opportunity, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So luckily at the time. I hadn't moved. I was still living with my parents. Oh, that's good. So that was, that was okay. But yeah, anyone else who's living in an apartment or elsewhere, yeah, they have to still pay rent. Right. So, and, and we all, yeah, have to quit our jobs or at least tell our jobs that we're leaving. Hopefully they let us keep it. So yeah, you just never know. And you were gone a total of about what, eight weeks, seven weeks? Um, I was gone for about 40 days, I think it was. Okay, yeah. So that's quite a bit of time to be gone yeah. from a job. So yeah, anyway, I just had to put that out there because I really get upset when people, you know, talk about that in like a negative way. I'm like, oh my God, let them make some money, people. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get that. I'm sure it's probably annoying to see us all doing ads for the same stuff. But I mean, I'm sure anyone in that situation would take that opportunity exactly and I don't think it is at all I think it's adorable so (laughs) you guys do you I'm all in support of it thank you of course so you went back to your job that you had before the show yes okay and then has how has life changed since are you doing anything with your platform now like anything any type of charity or passion that you have I'm glad I was on the show because it connected me with Alex, and she does her dog rescue, care rescue. Mm. So I've been, like, helping her. We've gone on a lot of trips because she works with a foundation in Thailand, Soy Dog, and they bring a lot of dogs over, and she helps, like, relocate them. So I've been helping her kind of with dog rescue stuff. Oh, I love that. Where can people find that on Instagram? 
through her Instagram or her care rescue page. And I think that might be linked on her personal page too. Okay. And what's her personal handle? Do you know? Um, Alex Bloomberg. Okay, perfect. So you guys go check that out. So who from the show are you still really close with? I am still really close with Alex. And then um, Sydney is actually my roommate. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So those two are the closest. And then Elise, I still will, will like text or do FaceTime just to catch up. Oh my gosh. I met Sydney at Bachelor Live in Modesto. So that was just like right before this all kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy they didn't cancel the show. It was like literally two days after I think they canceled every show out there. Oh so gosh. I know. And she was so amazing. You know, I mean, she's just an yes. incredible dancer. Shout out to her. If she's there, tell her I said hello. Ben <laughs> was my very first guest when I was doing my other podcast, Mingling with the Mimosa Mamas. And he opened the door to all Bachelor Nation interviewing with us and with me. So I am just... Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm just so grateful. And it was so much fun to meet Becca. And we just had the best time. That show is incredible. You guys, if you have not seen it when it comes back, please go see Bachelor Live. You will not regret it. It is so much fun. Have you seen one? Yet? No, I haven't even gone yet. So when it comes back, I definitely will. You have to go. It is so fun and interactive. I mean, it's literally the entire show wrapped up into one two-hour show on stage. Yeah. And the local bachelor's always just so charming and funny and, you know, witty. And um, they do the limo entrances and they do everything. And then Becca and Ben have these cute little performances, you know, in the middle, like dancing and right. singing. And I mean, it is just adorable. We had the best time. I, I cannot say enough about it. So definitely shout out to Bachelor Live. Go see that show. How are you surviving quarantine? Oh, it's been a little bit tough. I'm not used to being stuck indoors so much I and I really I hate to say it but I miss going to the gym oh wow are you I know usually (laughs) I dread going to the gym when I have it but now that I can't go I'm like this is miserable isn't that just always the case I mean it's so funny are you working out outside or doing yoga like doing something else I mean you and Sydney are so fit you guys must work out together well, so Sydney's actually quarantined with her family mm. right now, so she's not even here. Okay. So I've been going back to my parents' house because they have, like, a pool and a big backyard and all our dogs are here. Aww. So I've been hanging out here a lot and taking the dogs for walks. Oh, it's So fun. just, yeah, trying to get outside. But then there's just some days where I don't want to even, like, do anything and Netflix sounds like the best option so oh my gosh (laughs) good and bad days (laughs) what are you binging on Netflix there's so many good shows right now I know um I don't think this one I was on this one was on Amazon that I was watching but I just finished um Fleabag oh I've not seen that you need to okay it's really good yeah add that because that was really easy to watch okay so that was the latest. Do you have any recommendations? Oh, my gosh. On Netflix, there's so many. Have you seen Dead to Me? Have oh, my gosh. It? Yes. I'm obsessed with that show. Obsessed. <laughs> that show is, oh, my gosh, the best. Uh, we just finished Outer Banks, which is incredible. Incredible. Oh, okay. Start I to just finish. started that. Oh, my God. It gets, even the beginning was good, but it gets so, so good. My husband is so incredibly picky on shows. And he was literally at work texting me, we're going to finish this tonight, right? We're going to watch this tonight. I'm like, wow, honey, I am just impressed. So it is for everyone. And like all ages can relate to it. It's it's just a really, really good show. Easy okay. to watch. Like 
Um, you, if you haven't seen you, I mean, that's yes, incredible, love that one. right? Do you see that new one? Um, I think it's Mindy Kaling's show, Never Have I Ever. No, how's that? It's cute. Okay. It's really good. I love Easy Mindy to Kaling. watch too. Okay. Obviously, did you see like Love is Blind, The Circle? Oh, I binged watch Love is Blind in one day. It was disgusting, but it was so good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's like, impressive, Kerba. <laughs> I know. Not something to be proud of. Holy but. cow. That's, yeah, that's impressive. I actually, I don't know if you knew this, but there's 30 people that were on that show, and they only showed about half the cast. I've been yeah, interviewing. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I've been interviewing like the untold stories. And I mean, my mind is blown. These people fell in love. Some of them got engaged. Like, I just can't believe they did not show everyone. So there are people outside of the ones that they showed that are still together? Still together? I don't know about that, but definitely like fell in love, got engaged, even had relationships after the show with other casts. Oh, like, wow. it's crazy. Yes. Elsie was in like a love triangle and then this girl named Danielle was in a love triangle. I mean, it's nuts. So definitely check those out. I've got about seven of them that are going to be released. Wow. Yeah. I, I wonder no why idea. they did that. So what the cast is telling me is that their budget was so limited that mm. they did not expect eight couples to get engaged. Right. <laughs> because there was only 30 people, right? So yeah. they only had enough camera crew and budget for five couples to go to Mexico. So they literally told the other couples... So I'm glad you guys found love, but we're not going to follow you. <gasps> oh, yep. gosh. <laughs> yep, yep. I'd be like, excuse me, I was just in these pods for days, and you're telling me now to go home? Exactly, yes. So that's why I'm like, oh, my God, these are stories that need to be shown and told and, yeah. you know, shared. And so they were – I just I just started reaching out to all of them when, we, when the quarantine started. And they're like, yes, we need a platform to, like, voice our, you know, voice our stories. And so they were thrilled. So I was, you know, obviously really happy to share them. So they're all yeah. going to be coming out. And then The Circle – did you watch The Circle? No, but I've heard great things. Oh, you have to watch The Circle. If you okay. binged – yes, if you binged Love is Blind, you'll binge The Circle. I binged it probably in two days. I'm not as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think, too, it's a little more normal. I have two kids also, so that kind of <laughs> – <laughs> that kind of throws a wrench. But yeah, and I just interviewed Chris, who was on The Circle, and he was giving me all sorts of tea. Oh my gosh, what happens there? And it's so funny because that show kind of prepared all of them for quarantine because they're yeah. basically like in isolation. Alone. Yeah, right. exactly. So a lot of fun. You've got to watch that one. Let me know what you think when you watch that okay, one. Okay, I will. There's so much good stuff on Netflix. Well, I've had so much fun. Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners that they don't know about you or just anything you want to share before we wrap up? No, I think you did such a good job. You covered everything. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're so sweet. Well, you're a joy, and I'm just so grateful that you were able to call in. And when I'm oh, in L.A., I'd love to meet you in person and give you a big yes. hug. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. When you come and meet Nacho, oh, yes. we can all hang out. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. We'll have to get drinks and just have a whole party. I cannot wait to just go get drinks again. Like, it just seems... I know. Right? That's so sad. It's, it's the little so things. Sad. <laughs> it, it really is. I think this was really good for the whole world, though, to kind of just be on pause for a little bit we're just so like work focused and I mean everyone's so much closer to their families now their friends exactly right? yeah we all have such a greater appreciation for life oh, so yeah. you guys thank you so much for listening and Kerpa thank you again so so much let them know where they can find you in Instagram please 
Yeah, um, my Instagram is just my first and last name, so Kerpathutic. Perfect. Go follow her, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay safe and, of course, stay cozy. Take care. Till next time. Bye.